Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Holy crap. Last night was rough. (laughs) I'm still like feeling some type of way. Yeah. um, I don't know. It was just, I guess it was as accurately portrayed as they could do it. But there were still some things that were left out because there's only so much time in an episode. Well, a lot happened off camera, too. That's what I'm saying. And and there's only X amount of time in an episode. Um, So I'm not mad on the edit. But Oh, no, I'm not mad about the edit. There's definitely things that we want to add. Well, I think it, people are confused. Yes. And so where do you want to start? Okay, so I want to start first and foremost, uh, right when the last leg finished in, in Uganda and when this episode started, they showed the Big Brother teams going, oh, uh, no U-turn alliance, you know, Big Brother alliance, right, right. you know, whatever. And that actually, and, and now we're getting questions like, oh, you, you know, they were helping you, you were in an alliance together. And it's like, okay, guys, when teams come up to you and ask you to be in an alliance, you can't say no. Right. And honestly, playing three seasons of reality television, the person that is bringing you the alliance is the one that needs the alliance. Yeah. We, up to that point, we were doing fine. We had no beef with no teams at all. We exactly. weren't, you know, we, we might have been on some people's radars because we got, you know, second place a couple of times, but we had a good relationship with everybody up to that point. So, we didn't want to be in an alliance. We but didn't. we were. We said yes because you don't ever say no. But the thing is, is okay. Before even that, if you have people come up to you, there's there's people. So okay, backtrack. In the race, you have so much downtime. You hang out with people at the airport, on the plane, um, at the pit stop. At the pit stops. Like, there's so much, and you form bonds, okay? So there are people we are close to at this point in the race, like really close to that we spend our free time with mm-hmm. at the airports, which can be six to eight hours, on the plane, which can be 14 hours. And Rachel and Alyssa are not one of the teams that we spent any time with. Therefore, 
we didn't have like a relationship. We actually people we, don't we, know this. We, we weren't friends before the show. But we t- yes, we talked that we talked to them at the airport and stuff. I yeah. get that. But we weren't it just wasn't the same okay, connection. There's a, there's a difference between talking yeah. and there's a difference between sitting down with somebody for like three and a half right, hours right, right. talking back and forth. Like, yeah, you make a passing comment or whatever standing there. And then when you go sit yeah. down, you sit down with some other people that you want to talk to, like Chris and Brett. Yeah, exactly. I talked to Chris and Brett a lot. Mm-hmm. Team Fun. I juggled, played games with Team Fun all the time. And I was really close with Brittany. And so it just... It's so hard because you guys just see, um, oh, they said they were in an alliance. That was the only time that we ever talked about really working together. Up to this point, they had not helped us in any way, shape, or form. We had, you know, so... And they threw the alliance on our lap and we're like, okay, well, we have to say yes. With the cameras, if we say, yeah. If we say no, that's going to look bad for us, you know, down the line. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, we didn't know them before the show. Like, they might have sent a message, like, when you get off Big Brother or or something, but it's not like we were friends. We didn't talk yeah, on the phone. The f- like, I don't, I didn't know them. In any ways, we will explain why we did what we did, but backstory was up to this point... No relationship. There was no, like, foundational relationship to mm-hmm. have any types of feelings or why we didn't even believe them. Yeah. Okay. So... First and foremost, we get to we get to Switzerland, and and <laughs> they didn't do us justice jumping off of that train because we had a run uh, like three kilometers with mm-hmm. our backpacks, and they just kind of showed like quick parts of it. But man, that was exhausting. Yeah, they showed me walking. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole did run, but that was a trek. And and the frustrating part about this leg is that it was kind of short uh, in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of like where you arrived on that run mm-hmm. is kind of like where your placement was in the race. And then after that run, there was a lot of waiting, right? So you do the run and then you go set up to do the jump in in, in the gorge, right? And you have to wait in line. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you got to take the helicopter ride. You have to wait in line. Right, because there's like so many minutes between helicopter rides. Yeah, for safety. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's just one of those things where one little hiccup can really cost you you know the the race um and even choosing the opposite like detour yeah um but i want to know what was going through your mind when you knew you had to jump off the highest thing you've ever been on probably ever in your life oh my gosh i was so scared so i'm a person okay this is (laughs) i get frazzled very easily and we had just been, I do not like confrontation. I do not like drama. Um, I try to, you know, stay low no matter what. And on the train, we were getting, you know, yelled at. And oh, yeah. I just so, completely skipped anyways, over that. No, we can talk about that. It's fine. But it was in my head. Like, I was defeated because I, I felt bad a little bit. And the reason I felt bad was because... They legitimately thought like the absolute worst of us and that we just completely threw them under the bus. Um, they didn't, they started getting personal, um, saying things about my brand, which I did not understand. Anyway, so my <laughs> mind is, and I know like in, in the meantime, you guys, so we were on the airplane, Rachel or Alyssa, I don't even remember which one came up to me, told me about the U-turn, no cameras. So instantly I'm like, well, this is really weird. Maybe they're just trying to get into my head. They have never tried to help me this far. 
Like, why are they trying to help me now? And why are they telling me that Team Fun, the one team that they don't get along with because of U-turning, is wanting to U-turn us? So my mind is just spinning. Like, this is a really good move, you know? Like, this is a good game move. And so I'm thinking, well, I'm getting worried. Yeah. And I go back to Victor, tell him, and we kind of were like, well, if we don't verify this information... Yeah, if we if we act on impulse and mm-hmm. it's wrong, then we're basically doing the Riley sisters a favor by you turning a team that they you turned and failed to get out. Right. right. And we know at this point that the clue says we have to run like a 1.5 miles when we get off the train. So for her to get me riled up when we know we all have to run a really far distance, everyone's thinking to a U-turn board, it makes freaking sense to tell somebody that because they don't think like they can outrun Team Fun. We sure in the hell can't. So our game move now is to ask Team Fun because we were close to Team Fun yeah, at this point. And, 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 that's, and that's the thing. Like People think that the Riley sisters were heartbroken because we betrayed their trust, but there was no trust established before that point. Exactly. Team Fun, on the other hand, we had a relationship with. Like Not saying that we were best friends, but we thought we were in the good with them. We talked to them. We told them they were our favorite team. Like We, we told mm-hmm. them that. Like We think you guys are awesome. And so to hear that they might have thrown our name out like that was like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Right. So in our, we, we at the moment didn't believe them. Yeah. And we just thought it was kind of a game move. But then we said, if it is true, because we are a kind of strong team, then keeping that under the rug when we're about to run run one and a half miles and I'm not fast, we have to do something. So the game move at this point is to ask them. Team Fun said, no, we didn't say that. So now we're like, okay, their Team Fun's lying. Somebody's lying Which is fine. Or, you know, Rachel and Alyssa are lying, which is fine, but we have no way of figuring it out. Either way, we put it out there. Yeah. At this point, it doesn't matter if if both teams are lying, right? Mm -hmm. Rachel and Alyssa, obviously, they were right, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But had we kept that in, if there was a U-turn board there, that may have changed Team Fun's decision right there. Exactly. Because now they're like, oh, no, we didn't say that to Rachel and Alyssa. No, we like you guys. We're not U-turning you guys. And if they didn't want to U-turn turn Rachel and Alyssa because they didn't think they were like strong and wanted to go for the strong teams it wouldn't have put the um target on Rachel and Alyssa's back it would have just put it on you know maybe the Afghanimals or Christy or Colin yeah or whatever it's not like we were we didn't know what it was going to do we just were in that moment what do we do all in all the lesson that I've learned through life is you trust but you verify yeah. because trust is trust is the strong thing to give away without doing any research. I can trust you, but I'm going to verify that information. And it's for a million dollars. It's not that I would verify. So had Brittany told me this information, we were so close, like so close. I would have never repeated it. There's still things to this day that Brittany would tell me and I will never repeat mm-hmm. because I trust her. I know that she would not do me wrong. But given the circumstances with Rachel and Alyssa, I didn't feel that and I didn't know that. So it's not like I always verify. I don't because I know that that bites you in the butt and I want people to be able to trust me. But it has to be mutual. Yeah, same with like Chris and Brett. If Chris and yes. Brett had come up to us and said, we hey, them. this is going on, I'd be like, oh, we crap. We would have never asked Team Fun. <laughs> never. We would have been like, all right, this sucks. <laughs> and that's because we had a relationship throughout the race and mm-hmm. trust throughout the race. It wasn't just, oh, I want to tell. It's like a stranger kind of coming up to you and just being like, your best friend just said this about you. And it's just like, 
What? Like, yeah, okay. let me just drop this information here and just like. And if it it's true, like it, the fact that it was true is why people. Some people are like, "Well, do you feel bad?" And I mean, they if they were genuinely trying to help us, they just didn't do it at all throughout the race. Yeah, and I, and I at the know. end of the day, like, all right, that's fine. Like, then just don't trust us down the line, right? To yeah, just don't trust Victor and Nicole with There's information. There's bridges that you know you're gonna burn. <laughs> like doing that, we knew that we weren't gonna be able to work with them moving forward. And but we that were was, okay with that, right? And, and not in a mean way, but just like. They were kind of, it could have almost been a Hail Mary for them too because they were finishing towards the end quite a bit, you know, and it wasn't something, I knew just even talking to them would cause drama, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and, and at the end of the day, it's like, all right, that happened. Had had it been on the other side, had we told somebody information and, and, and they... Which has happened to me before. Which, and and which you know has what? Happened. I just say, I'm never going to tell you information again. We're and not close fine. enough. There's no reason to do personal digs, no. to yell, to... And I mean, we'll get that at the end of this episode too. Like when we get on the mat, like all that extra stuff is unnecessary. Like I get it, but at the end of the day, we're all racing for a million dollars and it is what it is. But and anyway, so then I'm, so I have all this in my head. I feel really upset and then I know I have to run one and a half miles. And then when I get there, it says I have to jump off of a giant, <laughs> I don't even know how freaking high, 400 feet free falling. It's like falling. a 400 foot free fall. I was so jealous though. So I was really scared. I'm really scared of heights. I was scared of that. And then I also just had everything else in my head. Like, honestly, we defeated ourselves that leg yeah. because I beat myself up because I am a very emotional person. And so if I think like, wow, I, you know, don't deserve this and I'll like make sure I get last type of thing. Like, I don't know. It was just this weird feeling of defeat, mm-hmm. but through verbal, like them, like verbally saying things to me not like physical or it was more mentally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt mentally exhausted. And, but anyways, I made the jump. I survived. I can't believe, um, I lived. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I died. I'm not even joking. I didn't scream. <laughs> you were like all. in shock. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't going to really ever back out. Cause I knew, I just thought like, this is for a million dollars. Like yeah. if I make this jump, um, I can win a million dollars. And if you don't make the jump, you go in Victor's the back gonna behind kill me. Chris and Brett and, you know, we have to wait. Yeah. yeah. And I knew Victor would be so upset. So I was, it was just so crazy. <laughs> and I just fell with no scream and I kind of went limp and then my body woke up and I was like, oh my God, I'm alive. <laughs> it was crazy. And then we had to get off. That helicopter ride. Yeah, people were asking awesome. about that. It was it was it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went over mountains and and you know the Alps and everything, snow covered, mm-hmm. and then you could see all the all the all the gorges like the dams, yeah. and there was just all like all glacier blue water. I mean, it was it was one of the most beautiful. I mean, I haven't taken many helicopter rides, but Switzerland just, was so beautiful, the most beautiful yeah, place I've ever been. The scenery is amazing. If anybody ever gets a chance to go on a trip and, and, and over there, it, it's just it's remarkable. And yes, people, I'm sorry, the people in Switzerland don't speak Swiss. All right, <laughs> they they speak like French, German, and English. I mean, they they speak a, a number of languages over there, but. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge proponent of getting in shape, getting fit, not yep. only for your physical self, but for your mental self. Right? Okay, so, and I am now on the bandwagon of, yeah, I never really cared about 
getting the perfect body because it's just, uh, I like food and working out is kind of hard for me. But um, for my mental stability and sake, I have been doing open fit as well. Yes. And, and for those of you who don't know, open fit is basically an online streaming service that has just a library of amazing trainers and classes, super simple, and mm-hmm. you can access it anywhere and anytime, like on your TV or your like mm-hmm. web enabled TV or like uh, your phone mm-hmm. or computer, whatever. And it just has so many different workouts, which one of which Nicole's yeah, doing right now. I actually really love extend bar. I've always loved bar but this is something that I think anyone would love because you don't even need a bar at home. It's with Andrea Rogers. She, she's super cute and she's fun and she's like uplifting. And you just, I do it in my house. I do it literally from my computer screen. And I feel it's only 30 minutes, which is what I love because they tell me for me to have more clear mind and reduce anxiety, I just need to do 30 minutes a day. Well, I'm doing just 30 minutes a day and I'm loving it. Yeah. And, and you literally, you can lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days. You can flatten your abs, shape your body, look and feel great. Well, depending on, yeah, whatever your goals are. Like for me, it's just like, I want to feel better and I want to sweat. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So it, it different it it has different classes for different goals. Yeah. Um and then something that they're letting you do right now during the open fit thirty day challenge, our listeners can get a special extended thirty day free trial membership to open fit mm. where you can lose up to fifteen pounds in thirty days when you text Coco to thirty thirty thirty. Nice. Again, that is a free 30-day trial membership to OpenFit. All you got to do is text COCO to 303030. Give it a try. Um, and then after the helicopter ride, so we we go to the, what is it, the vernacular? Yeah. Fun, funicular. Funicular, sorry. Yeah. We go to the funicular. We go up, right? We, you know, everybody watch the show. We do, we do the competition. When we're up there, we ask for directions, right? We ask like three people and we verify directions three times and everybody's telling us when you leave out mm-hmm. of the parking lot, you take a right, Yeah. right? And I asked three people and silly me and Nicole's absolutely right. When we were leaving that parking lot, there was somebody mm-hmm. sitting there and, and Nicole said, you want to get directions just one more time, you know, from this person to make sure. And I was like, no, like we've already asked three people, like we got it. Right. Little did we know, everybody that we asked <laughs> mm-hmm. that went to that uh, that tourist attraction, there was a different parking lot for them mm-hmm. than where we parked. And they parked on the other side of the road, meaning that <laughs> their right turn is actually our left turn. Yeah. And that was... And the thing is, is when we were up top trying to get directions, um, we had trouble. Like, Victor had to speak... You ended up speaking Spanish with someone because no one spoke yeah. English. And... There's no cell service. There was no cell service. So we were taking, like, just people's word for it. And we couldn't get anyone's phone to work. So the guy at the bottom was on his phone. And that's the only reason I wanted, like, quadruple check. Mm-hmm. Is because he had a phone that looked like was working. And when we're self-driving, it's very uh, scary because you don't know. There's, there's, yeah, you don't know. I'm telling you, also driving in Switzerland in those in those uh, zigzaggy roads up the mountains was awesome. But mm-hmm. yeah, we got to a point where we're like, oh my gosh, we've been driving 15 minutes in the wrong direction, and so that right there, like, it was I- such a short leg. Like, it's so crazy. I think that. Our detour and their detour, we probably left at like around the same time mm-hmm. because 
like we weren't lost for that long and and they got lost too driving and they got lost too and asked for directions and we got out once and asked for directions again and then we found it yeah so it so that that was tough um and getting <laughs> getting to the parking where 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 you're supposed to park and seeing all the cars there actually when we were pulling up we, we saw we saw Chris and Brett I think running uh yeah. when we were when we were parking and I was like oh no like that's it. Well, and also um, being by yourself yeah. is hard because yeah. if we had someone to even like just follow. Even if they're going the wrong way, you right, feel better. You know, you know you're like in the same um, like predicament. Yeah. It's just like a sprint to the mat. Mm-hmm. But um, man, I just, my head wasn't in it. I was emotionally drained, physically drained, mentally drained. And I carried that all that stress with me throughout the entire leg while doing all those height challenges. Which I think you did a really good job of conquering your fear of heights. I mean, I know you're still scared of heights, but yeah. being able to do the gorge jump, do the uh, funicular, what is it again? It's, I remember seeing it on the clue. It's funicular. Funicular. Doing the funicular ride, the, the steepest one, you mm-hmm. know, and even that even that suspended bridge, like all that stuff, I am we proud had, of you. Yeah, we ran quite a ways to um, from the top of the funicular to where we had to put the map. Oh, that was a trek, yeah. It was a really long, like I thought the FK animals were joking. Because I mean, <laughs> at this point, I trust no one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so when we finally do get to the mat, I mean, I, I was like, I thought that was it. Oh, for sure, because they're... There was already two non-limbs, and they were very recent. Yeah. So I was like, there's no No way. way. And so what happened is we come up to the mat. We're obviously defeated. Rachel and Alyssa definitely got to be secretly happy. I mean, why wouldn't they? Yeah, after the entire drama. So I think they got like this because... Alyssa hugged me before I made the jump and said, like, let's get over it. Like, let's drop this. And we both said we're sorry. And then um, that's why you saw us hugging the episode because we had previously talked. Yeah. Um, And then. Oh, that's when I was rolling my eyes. Right. (laughs) Because I was like, let's just like get through. Like, I just want to get through this. And then um, when the cameras were there and they were all like, ooh, we beat them. They turned on. They turned on, man. And I was like, we just said we weren't going to bring this up. And it was like, I'm already thinking we're eliminated. Um, you said you weren't going to bring it up, and then they just turn right back on and all into the drama. And I'm we like, just try to help you. You know, we we like you're just playing victim and blah 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 blah. And, and I'm mad I didn't at that point like stand up for myself. We're your friends, like. But at the same time, it was like I was embarrassed in front of Phil, like like that this was going on. Yeah. And that it was still an issue because literally all we did is someone told us that you're going to get U-turned. We asked if we're going to get U-turned and that's what caused this whole drama. And and that, and that I don't think that's fair to get like... that. That's it. To that's, get stomped on. We're in last place. We think we're getting out and, mm-hmm. and you still want to stomp on us. You still want to give us the all all the reasons why we're bad, right? All the reasons why you're good and we're bad. And it's like... If we're already out, what does this matter? Exactly. And that's when my mind started thinking. I'm like, why are they letting all this drama unfold 
unless we're still in it. And so then I was like, there's hope because we literally felt insane. So like when you're getting badgered about something that you're like, is that really that bad? Yes. Like (laughs) you start to think and then you're like, oh my God, I got last. Like, wow, we're terrible. Like had our journey ended right there. I, I don't know. I was hysterically crying for so long after that because I was just dreading like running the race with them again because I knew it was just going to be so bad. Yeah. And, 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 and honestly, any other person, nine times out of 10 in that situation, if you went through that, you know, that if you went through that back and forth with somebody and you think they're out, you just stay quiet. And that's like being the bigger person yeah, right there. I, we, okay. Had <laughs> it been, so also had it been reversed and team fun told us they were going to turn Rachel and Alyssa, we wouldn't have told them just because we weren't close enough. And I know that wouldn't have ended well. And even if we did, and we got to the mat and the uh, uh, Rachel yeah. and Alyssa were last, I wouldn't say a word, you know, I would just... Right. swallow my pride just be like you know what i'll be the bigger person there's no reason for me mm-hmm. to kick them while they're down like that's fine it oh, happened yeah, i would never do you know that. what i mean like right. it, it's okay like it's I over would, right exactly and i like, think that's why that's why people on social media and stuff uh were getting mad at them not because that yeah that we might have been in the wrong for saying something mm-hmm. but how they reacted to the situation right that's true because um that was more they got soup super personal, super fast. Yeah. Which, instead of just being like, well, that's that fine. was, we I can't believe you, you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also during the whole situation, the story would keep changing. Oh yeah. So that's also why we distrusted them is because first it was just team fun and then there was more teams well, and then they can't that. remember the teams. That wasn't even it. First it was, they overheard. Yeah. They weren't part of the conversation, but they overheard and, but there was no other teams there. But then, it, so that's how they would know it was them. But then there was other teams there too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that it kept changing too made me feel like it was a lie, but it wasn't. I get that it wasn't. Also, in all this craziness, this is the first time, which a lot of you ask, like, do you get to eat during the leg? Do you get to rest? It's or, like, no, it's go, go, go. Or like use a restroom. Even with the bathroom, <laughs> it's like, I, you usually somehow hold it in. And you don't even know it, but while we're looking for the final where Phil is, I had to pee so bad that we had to pull over and I had to pee on the side of the road and it was, oh my gosh. It was just funny. And I was and like- we were are- already late. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to pee my pants. So we actually stopped. We stopped in this parking lot to like get directions. And as I'm getting directions from these bikers, uh, Nicole's like taking a pee on the other side yes. of the car. It was it was just so funny, but again, guys, if you ever, ever get a chance to go to Switzerland, that little town that we went to was like the cutest town. Oh, and, I would go back in a heartbeat. And all those towns, like they're like they're all, they mm-hmm. have like a little cluster, and there's a lot of greenery. To the next town, you can take the train. Everyone like, asks us, "Where's your favorite place you've been?" We always say Switzerland like, by far. Even though, look at the circumstances, and we still say Switzerland, <laughs> like. It's breathtaking. The air you breathe is so pure. Everyone has their looks like they're so happy, has their crap together. It's so green. It feels like you're like literally in a different world, like almost like a movie. Yeah, it's it's with the trains and the mountains. Literally just like a movie. Mm-hmm. And and guys, if you ever want to go travel there, uh we're actually partnered with Travelocity and Travelocity has a website dedicated to the places that we go on the race. So it's travelocity.com. 
slash amazing destinations. And you can have every, they have the lowest prices guaranteed and they will be with you every step of the way on your trip. It's no hassle. And yeah, you can go to the race destinations without having to do race stuff. You can just have fun. Yeah, you can still do the height stuff if you want. Yeah, no, I would recommend all that stuff. Everything that we did was was freaking awesome. And anybody can do it, right? It's not just us. So again, that's travelocity.com slash amazing destinations. And I'll tell you what, Switzerland is by far the most amazing destination. I mean, I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, So now what we want to do is if there's any other lingering questions that you have, Nicole, I think uh, we should answer those. Um, And as a special treat for you guys here shortly, we're going to have Corey, Mm -hmm. Corey Cool on the show, who has been killing it. Him and Tyler been getting first. Oh my gosh. Uganda, now Switzerland. I mean, that they're they're the team that should be (laughs) talking about U-turns. But anyway, what questions do you got, babe? So, okay. So Joe said, I'm afraid of heights as well. What helped you make that jump? Um, Definitely the thought of Victor being upset with me had I not (laughs) and the million dollar potential. But if I had to go do that, I would never be able to um, go do that for fun. Uh, like I can't even go down the water slide where you stand and then the bottom drops out. Yeah. I backed out the in Florida when we went to the water park doing that. So um, yeah, I always want to do rides that have to do with heights. And Nicole's mm-hmm. like, no, nah. no, I have to do it, it like her brother takes my or dad. Breath away. <laughs> my legs turn into jello. Like even watching a movie and someone being close to the edge of a building, uh-huh. I immediately. My legs turn into jello. <laughs> it's just not good. Um, so I can't believe in the harness that we were wearing, it kind of, it was so heavy. It kind of pulled you. So all I kind of had to do was like not hold my weight back. Like lean forward and just like, ugh. Yes, yeah, so I just went limp. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy that you get to experience that stuff. I, I will say I'm jealous because Nicole did the like the more fun stuff, I think. And I had to do like the more critical thing. You got to build something or do something. And the reason I chose to do that, yeah, is because I was like, okay, I can like throw myself off of something. <laughs> like that's not super technical, but in all reality, it was it was pretty hard for me. Like I was like, crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, where do you sleep and eat? So when we get to. In the middle of a leg, when you're in the middle of a leg, and sometimes these legs, like as you see, we fly, you know, and we have to travel or mm-hmm. take a train. And some of these legs can be really long. So when you're in the middle of the leg, you're sleeping on a train, on a plane, on on the airport floor. You know, yeah. it's not the most comfortable of circumstances. And even like, for example, when we got to Laos, I believe, we were still technically in the middle of a leg when we arrived. So we slept on the floor of a hotel. We didn't even get hotel rooms. Um, it was like a hostel, right? Yeah. Well, no, it was supposed to be like a nice hotel, oh. but we were not, you know, <laughs> they're not going to get us hotels when we're in the middle of a leg. So oh, that's true. we're on the floor. Yeah. Um, and then, but when you get to the pit stop, you get a hotel and that's... Yeah, you get a... And then they, you eat 
you eat after the leg. Yeah, like, you, you eat don't, when the leg's over. You don't eat during the leg. You're not hungry during the leg at all. You're just like stressed. Well, and I would say like at the airport you might be, but oh, then yeah. you don't have like money to spend, and so you're kind of like waiting for your flight to eat in the <laughs> eat in the plane. True. Um, so yeah, we definitely lose weight because of that because you're not eating a lot. And also, since I didn't don't eat meat, like every entree pretty much was like meat. So then I would be like, oh my gosh, so I give Victor his meat, he give me his vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I remember I remember uh there were times like on the plane if we're in the back of the plane and I know like they only have set amount of meals I'm like I had to tell the stewardess like hey I don't eat fish and no yeah. way am I just going to eat a vegetable meal so can you please just bring me <laughs> like yeah. a meat And they only have very few yeah they so he would yeah. call dibs Yeah because it's for me it's like if I'm not going to eat for another 10 hours, you know, an actual yeah. meal, I'm going to make sure that when I eat on the plane, I eat as much as I can. Cuz what it kind of looked like too was like that was our main meals, but most people that were flying with us like just flying to the location, they were just kind of like, eh, I'll eat what I like or what's good because they yeah. know they're going somewhere yeah, the normal, when they land. Yeah, the normal or, traveler, the normal yeah. person, they don't really care about their airplane They really meal. didn't care, but we were like so into it. Like, what are we having? Oh, and same with like, so uh, Nicole and I were so like stressed and like uh, always in game mode, never giving ourselves a moment to relax. When you take an international flight, alcohol is free. Right. So other teams would get like an alcoholic drink or a beer or yeah. whatever. And we'd be like, nah. Ne- we never did. <laughs> we like, never no. did. We never got any alcoholic drink the whole time, even though they were free. We're like, oh uh-uh. no, no, thank you. Uh, so that that's quite funny. But yeah, when you get to your pit stop, you do get a hotel and, you know, it can be anywhere from 14, 16 hours that you get to rest mm-hmm. to could be 48. You know what I mean? It just depends on what they got going on and how they have everything scheduled. So do you get to rest between legs do they film you 24 7 they don't film you 24 7 that's why there's so many like empty holes in this whole story yeah. type thing um they don't film you really at the airport sitting down like the, the, unless it's game talk because more normally it's not game talk yeah even even like uh they're not they're not even recording sometimes when you're in a taxi if you're just waiting to get to where you're going right they don't have the cameras on all the time and like nicole said if we're in the airport and we're just sitting there not talking anything about the game which a lot of times you're not because yeah. you just want to relax mm-hmm. cameras are off everybody's just hanging out because then there's certain rules in airports too they have to follow with the cameras and all yeah. that so and some countries they can't record in the airport you know and others they can some they can't do it at the terminal but they can do it you know at the stores you know so it just all depends on on what's going on but the main question no they're not recording 24 hours when you get to the pit stop they're done recording and you're actually not even supposed to be talking to anybody at that point um, because the cameras are off right People have been asking uh, repeatedly, I don't know if, if they listen or not, but Nicole and I were dating when we filmed this and now we are engaged. So at that point, we weren't engaged. We were uh, a semi-new couple. We were living together at that time, but we were not, uh, we were not engaged. So mm-hmm. definitely brought us closer happily ever after. <laughs> yes. All right. So I hope you enjoyed our, our little recap. I hope uh, this gave you some like perspective on why we did the things we did and and how things played out and what we were feeling in the moment. Um, So I hope that clarified that a little bit. And now we're going to have Corey Cool, uh, one half of, I guess, the YouTubers, or I don't don't know what they're 
I just uh, Tyler and Corey, half of the team, Tyler and Corey. Uh, and we'll talk to him a little bit about his experience second time around and, and how it feels to get first place twice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being on Coco Caliente. Uh, I'd like to say that you're a little caliente yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, I just kind of—I mean, Nicole and I—we just kind of wanted to get a feel of how you know you you feel the race is going for you, and how this compares to your first time around, and actually how you even got into this whole mess to begin with, like uh, the amazing race, right? Reality yeah. TV. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll let you just uh, kind of take it away. <laughs> yeah, so I had always been a fan of of The Amazing Race and Survivor and Big Brother, honestly. Like, our family grew up watching all of those shows, um, so it was always kind of like a staple in our household. And, yeah, I had just been a huge fan, and uh, I had actually applied with, like, an ex of mine um, early on, <laughs> like, oh, when, wow. I was, when I was, like, out of, just out of college. We didn't get very... We didn't, like, get far at all in the process, but we had applied to be on the race. And then, yeah, when they originally did our season 28, which was, like, social media stars, um, they reached out to Tyler, but we still did a very traditional casting process. A lot of, We get a lot of questions like that as to, like, how easily we were accepted, and, and it certainly wasn't the case. Like, they kind of put a, a call out, I think, to a lot of, like, YouTube managers and, and um, people with social media influences. So... We just said that we were interested, and from there, we still had to do the full process. We still made, like, a three-minute application video. We still had to do all the paper applications. Yeah, you thought... It seems like you guys would just be, like, a no-brainer, but I I guess... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it was... I mean, I'm sure it was very similar to the process you guys went through when you uh, were cast on Big Brother the first time. Oh, Um, yeah, you had to go through everything, for sure. Yeah, we, we still had to go to, like, the hotel casting week, and it's, like... You show up on day one, and there's like that. We we recognize some people because it was a social media thing, mm-hmm. um, but but as the week kept going, it's like yeah, people got cut, and you stopped seeing some of the faces <laughs> that you've been seeing in the yeah. early days. So yeah, we made it through that full casting week, and and even then they still said like it's it's not a guarantee, and we we had to wait a little bit longer to find out. And, um, and you and Tyler are both from Michigan, and you guys have been friends since college or high school. From college, yeah. College, we, okay. I'm I'm like four years older than him, so we oh, actually okay. met when it was his freshman year at Michigan State, and it was my fifth year. I was doing a victory lap, is what I was saying. Hey, fifth year um, senior. <laughs> yeah, fifth year senior. So it was kind of like kismet in a way where we say like, I, I wasn't even originally going to do that fifth year. I was going to try to cram it all in and, and just do it in like a in a four and a half years. And I ended up staying, and I ended up meeting him and. Yeah, we found all these weird connections. Like he was from the same hometown I was from. Our families kind of knew each other and had went to school together. So it was kind of like all these stars aligned. And I think we were really supposed to be friends um, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, it was just too many weird connections, too many like times that we had crossed each other's paths and didn't necessarily know it. Yeah. Um, And then it all kind of aligned. Yeah, his freshman year at Michigan State. And I guess we've been like best friends since then. That's awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. Um, and how how far did you guys make it on your first season? Didn't you guys get to like the final three? Uh, yeah, final three. Yeah, our first season we made it to the final three. And mm-hmm. at, 
being a fan of the show, it's like you sit at home so often and you say like, I could do that. Like that could be me. I know I would be good at that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and the very first episode of season 28, we got second place and it was literally like a foot race for first that day. And we kind of looked at each other and I was like, we were right. We, we knew we could do this, but uh, (laughs) we thought we could do it well. And yeah, the right off the first half of season twenty eight, we only finished in first or second in the first five legs. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy, and and we it was I don't know, yeah, just this weird out of body experience to to be able to do something that you've dreamt about doing and that mm-hmm. uh, for a show that you've loved. Um, it wasn't that it wasn't smooth sailing the whole time. We had a couple of bumps <laughs> along the way <laughs> on, on season twenty eight, but yeah, we we ended up making it to the the final three, which was a dream come true and, and something we had said we wanted to do the whole time. Um, Cause like, yeah, as, as many seasons of this show that there's been, it's like, and all the great teams that there's been, it's like only three teams make it to the finals. And you guys know how hard it is to like mm-hmm. continue racing and to keep going. So yeah. it was, it was a dream come true. And while we were a little disappointed that we didn't win the first time, it was such a crazy experience that we were just tried to think like how thankful we were for the experience as a whole. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and how are you seeing it now compared? Like what, what, how many legs are we in right now? Um, I- Seven, eight. <laughs> I was like, where are we? Um, how, how does it compare to like the first that you did over there? Like when you're comparing seasons and competitors yeah. and stuff. We the funny thing is we we said since like day one when we saw everyone at the starting line for season thirty one like we, we knew we had big shoes to fill because we knew how well we raced the first time but. Like the Survivor and the Big Brother teams and the Amazing Race alumni that were there were such competitive people that from like that first day, I remember looking at him and being like, this is not going to be as easy as it was the first time. And yeah, you kind of like second guess yourself. And it, it took us a, a little bit longer to get that first first place this time. And yeah, I remember every time we looked at each other, whether it was like during the actual race or when we were at an airport or when you're hanging out in the hotel rooms, we were just like, are we going to be able to do this? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think that is just such a testament to how strong like you guys were and, the, and so many of the Survivor teams because literally everybody came to play. And while there was a, a learning curve for some of the new teams, like I think a competitive spirit comes across. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's just truly what made it so much harder for us the second time. Yeah. And, and I think one of my, cause you, you and Tyler seem like perfect together, like all the time. So, <laughs> so I think, I think one of my, one, one of the times that made me laugh is when you guys did like argue a little bit that was in, uh, oh, yeah, when we were, yeah, when we were all looking for the taxis and he's like, well, I hope you're looking over there. Yeah, like, it'd be nice yeah. if you were looking over there yeah. or something. <laughs> So did did you feel, so there was, did you feel like, I mean, or was it like that the first time, like you guys had some tensions, but most of the time you guys are just like happy go lucky. Cause when you're in the, and when you're, cause when you're racing and you're in the front of the pack and you know, you're in the front of the pack, it's almost like a different feel. It's like a different personality. Like you can be your best self, but when you know, you're like towards the end, I feel like I get panicky. I get more pushy. I start to yell, you know, so um, yeah, I guess is that something you guys experienced too? Yeah, I mean it was definitely. I think we try and 
we try to always be as like silly and goofy. And I think mm-hmm. part of our friendship is so much based on just trying to make the other person laugh. Like our friends tell us all the time that we kind of live in our own world, just the two of us. And it's all about us just trying to make the other person laugh or smile or that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it, it doesn't happen often, which is why I don't think it's captured a lot, especially on, on both seasons of the race. Um, but yeah, we certainly bicker. I think we <laughs> were like strategic bickerers. It was like, <laughs> um, it was like more so at the airport when no one was like looking. I remember times when, yeah, we'd be like on computers researching the country we're going to, which you guys know is something you do when you have downtime at the airport. Um, and yeah, just kind of asking him to either help look up something or, or to do something. And yeah, we, we did more of our bickering off camera, which I think um, is just kind of true to our character. Yeah. And, and I like that you say that because uh, I don't think people know, or if they do, I mean, I'll say it now, when we're at airports, everybody's trying to do this research about you know mm-hmm. the next place that we're going and we'll go to like some tech shop and get an iPad or a phone and everybody's so on edge next to each other <laughs> trying to get this <laughs> yeah. information. It's, yeah, it's, that's yeah. another way that you know like if some team has your back or something because they'll, they'll share what they found on the internet. And so that's <laughs> exactly. a really good point because that's like you're so grateful. Like Colin was always so giving with the info. You were giving with mm-hmm. the info. And then there's people who will guard it with their life and you're just like, right. okay, right. well now I know. <laughs> and, what's fu- and what's funny is like nine times out of 10, all that research went to nothing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's the funny thing. And it's, that's one of the things Tyler and I talked about a lot the first time is just seeing like how the different race personalities are. And it's like, you'll see those teams that are going to like use every second and every minute at the airport researching stuff. And I mean, that's good for them. And if that's your style of racing, like more power to you. But Tyler and I just were never that team because we never wanted to get too like pigeonholed into like one idea or thinking like something was definitely going to happen. So it's like we would do a little bit of searching. We would take a little bit of notes, but we never wanted to just like exhaust all of our resources. And then, yeah, it's like you end up reading a clue and you're like dead set on thinking you're going to this monument because you researched it. (laughs) Right. And that's not even the place where you end up going. Yeah. Yeah, Like I remember. And I think it was like when people... So if P- I saw people researching, I'm like, oh, crap. Now oh, I got to yeah. go research. Yes, yes. Like, I don't want to, but I, I feel like I'm going to get out if I don't. That is so funny. No, Tyler and I were the exact same way. We did that a lot in season 28 because uh, Bernie and Ashley was another team. And they were super into, like, the research and checking things out. And, yeah, you would see them at a computer and you're like, you would feel guilty almost. You're like, <laughs> yeah. does that mean I have to do this much work too? It's yeah. like the person studying for the test and you're just yeah. like god i already did yeah. all my studying you know and, and yeah. you're right it could bite you in the butt i mean the the, the steps in the tower you know what i mean that, that's mm-hmm. a that's a prime example and and i felt bad yep. for you guys i was like no way <laughs> they they they, they that had, was a good try though that <laughs> was that yeah. would have been really really good to just our, like our thought process was we knew we were such strong runners and we're like listen we're i'm like it's not that many stairs if we sprint to the top guess and wrong and yeah. come back down we're only going to lose two to three minutes yeah so we were like it's worth the gamble we knew we were at the front of the pack <laughs> yeah exactly I mean, no i would have done the gamble too yeah for me sure. too yeah, i mean there were seams that went up and down like what three times and still <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome um and and so yeah that's cool and i and i think uh what like, 
I felt I felt really sad, and and I am happy they caught the moment that Nicole talked to you at the airport. But just like, yeah. what was that feeling going to Uganda and winning? You know, like <laughs> like just yeah. you know what I mean? Like how 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 was that processing through your mind? It was it was a weird uh, kind of day, and and. It's, I've gotten a lot of questions about this because we had went to Dubai before and then we went to Uganda and Dubai actually has similar laws uh, to Uganda. Um, and so we were kind of asked why we reacted the way that we did in Uganda, but not necessarily in Dubai. And I think it all kind of boiled down to the, the different two security briefings that we got from the mm. race production that day. Like it was such more of a serious conversation that we had about going to Uganda and it, it just made it feel more unsafe mm-hmm. as a whole yeah. um so just yeah seeing opening the clue that day and i mean we we all had the visas in our passports so we knew if we had made it so far into the race we were actually going to go to uganda because there was already a uganda visa in our passport <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it had kind of actually been looming over us the whole time for the first half of the race because it was something we had, we were thinking about daily like are we going to go what's going to happen um, and we just felt a lot lighter <clears throat> after we went and kind of um, survived and, not, and ended up winning that leg. But I remember we landed at the airport that morning and we were getting ready to start the Uganda leg. And Tyler and I looked at the producers and we said, we're going to win this leg. And they said, because they knew we were emotional yeah. and they knew we were kind of nervous. And they said, they said, that's the first time you guys have said that about any leg this race uh this time and they were like and that sounds like the old Tyler and Corey that we know mm-hmm. um and so it was just I don't know it was just such an out of body experience kind of day uh it was we filmed it the weekend that we filmed it, that specific episode was when San Francisco's pride was happening so we knew all of our friends were back home in the states like celebrating gay pride celebrating being able to be open and be themselves mm-hmm. and yeah it was just this kind of weird and awesome day where <clears throat> where all the stars kind of aligned and i don't know i think we were kind of meant to have that moment and i was glad it was a day where we had physical tasks and we got to prove our strength because i think a lot of people still question like how strong gay men actually are and actually can be yeah and yeah i mean it was just you they they captured it pretty well in the episode but and obviously it's only 42 minutes yeah uh, but it was a very emotional day for us we uh, there, you might have noticed they didn't even put really any bonus clips of Tyler and I on YouTube from that Uganda leg because we were kind of more serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. And that's just not the type of racers we were. It was it was just a bigger, more serious day. And I'm glad they showed some of the cute moments, like when we were pushing the bikes and we were talking <laughs> to the chickens and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know, it was this, this real big, like, full circle moment that that I think we needed to have. And needed to kind of like find our strength again as an amazing race team no and, and you guys crush it and nicole and i we were so happy for you guys and um, you yeah, crush it again I, you guys are <laughs> you guys are on a roll i know yeah. <laughs> i texted i i was so glad they showed that moment of uh me and nicole at the airport and and colin as well because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of times where teams are willing to like put their guard down and support another team. It's like, we all know where they're racing for a million dollars. And so you don't get a lot of those real like human moments where Mm -hmm. people just like put the race aside and just take care of each other as humans. And like, I remember that happening so vividly. I was so thankful that you guys and Colin and Christy and all the other teams gave us the support that they did that day. But yeah, I was, I was really happy they showed it on TV because that meant so much to me that 
that, yeah, you guys took the time to come over and check on us and, and kind of give us that boost that we needed mentally too. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, and, and you guys were You guys would have done the same for us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like you, uh, we were talking about, so we kind of podcasted a little bit earlier this morning, just like talking about how they don't show like the downtime of Mm -hmm. you and you of hanging out at the airports and you really do find connections with people that they, that don't make sense, like on the race, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I didn't just like, cause it just cracks me up. Like watching that episode. Some people are just like, why didn't you listen to them? Like, the great <laughs> and it's just like, well, cause we thought we were closer to team fun, you know, right, like, right. on the downtime. So it's really hard to explain. And there's so much more than just the 42 minutes on the episode, but they do yeah. the best they can trying to put the storylines together. But, mm-hmm. um, it, it just like, it's, there's just so much. And I feel like I- being, I'm really like emotional too. So I would just kind of hang out with a couple people on the downtime and get really close to a few people rather than just like mingle with everyone because I feel mm-hmm. like I need that really like intimate connection with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. That uh, totally makes sense. Uh, like, we, when we were watching the episode from, uh, Switzerland, and and it showed like the Afghan animals and the Rileys and Team Fun all hanging out at, at that bar or wherever they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my friends we were watching it with, they were like, "Where were you guys?" And I'm like, "We were at the airport playing euchre with Nicole and Victor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for six hours." Yeah, and I was like, and and it was and it was just yeah. I said I was like, as you saw, Tyler and I didn't feel super comfortable in Uganda, so we didn't want to kind of explore the city like we knew it was six hours at the airport but we were like we're just gonna go sit sit there because we felt most comfortable doing that Mm -hmm. and and we were glad you guys showed up and played (laughs) euchre with us (laughs) for hours yeah which is which is something that like if down the line they they show us like working together or whatever it wouldn't make sense you know what i mean but it's like behind the scenes like (laughs) we're actually hanging out and so i mean we talked to you quite a bit and it wasn't like game Mm -hmm. talk it was just like hanging out getting to know people and i'm like and i'm like and i'm a sucker for that like once someone shows me their like soft side and stuff. I'm just like, self, I, tr- yeah. I trust yeah. you. I trust them yeah. 100%. But if it's always like game, 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 what can you give me? I'm like, I don't trust them. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, just- it was something we needed. Like both, both times we raced, we kind of gravitated more towards those people who were able to kind of mentally uncheck from game mode mm-hmm. because it, it, you know how hard it is. And it's like, it's so tough to just live in that mindset 24 hours a day and it's like i don't know how you guys do it on big brother because i'm sure it's it's much more like that but on the race you do kind of get chances to decompress when you're in your hotel room or when you're at the airport yeah yeah but and big brother is it's actually easier to like mentally i, I think. don't know i think <laughs> no, I people, I people are 24 7 playing a game all the time yeah. i mean i, I don't know the cameras never turn off you know yeah, what i mean true. so um another thing that i wanted to bring up that didn't make the show is when we were in dubai running through those garages those car garages because right. we, oh. we got dropped off in the wrong place and we ran to like three of them you yeah. ate it and i felt so bad you tripped over the speed bump <laughs> yeah did did you get hurt did that did, or were you fine it, or that's i that's what was i in my head a lot i think like was it harder also this time around because i felt like i was so much more like clumsy and i got hurt <laughs> so many more times and it's like it was just these little silly things that like in a normal day-to-day basis 
wouldn't like add up and it wouldn't really bother you. But it's like I had cut my finger in Vietnam. We when we were running through the garages in Dubai, <laughs> I tripped over that speed bump and like straight up ate it hard. <laughs> <laughs> and and then like when we ate those shoes in japan like it cut the inside of my mouth to the point where it like turned into canker sores like, oh, on the inside of it. Yeah. and it's like i remember when we finished that dubai leg i looked at the production when like because you know medical comes to your hotel rooms yeah. at night <clears throat> and checks on you like i remember looking at them and being like I'm not a complainer, but I need help. Like, like I need canker sore medicine. I need Neosporin. I need your like, finger my- looked messed. Oh. I remember the white, the you know how it like swells yeah. up in white or whatever. I was yeah. like, what is wrong with your finger? Yeah. And it's like it was. And the funny thing is, the the, the medical guy who we, he had on season twenty eight also, he actually looked at me, especially after I cut my finger, and he was like. He was like, we never heard a peep out of you two the first time. Like, that's how tough you guys were. It was never, I'm sore, I got a headache, I got a bruise. So he was like, if Corey and Tyler are asking for, like, medical attention (laughs) in any sort of way, he's like, I know it must be a little more serious. And he was like, because you guys never asked for anything on season 28 and you guys were always like taking care of yourself so yeah i was like bumped and bruised (laughs) and like and it's like they showed me cutting my finger in vietnam but it's like it's every little thing that you did from there on out i remember when we did the rope swing in switzerland it's like my band-aid like came off when i jumped and was swinging down and then i remember i remember like being on that rope and my finger like throbbing and me being like this is awesome but also i need a band-aid when i get off the rope like it was just so many little things that yeah part of me was like was that why it was so much harder the second time because i was just getting banged up left and right (laughs) how was that with how was that when you were doing the um what was it water down? Yeah, yeah. water down. How was water down? Yeah, that looked that, awesome. I, I kind of wish I would have did that. Oh my gosh. I I said to like all of my friends I'm like this was on and it was funny I feel like they really captured it in the episode. So many people were saying like this is the best day ever. Like yeah. this yeah. is the best day of my life. We just it's it's so much easier as you know when you're out in front to kind of like make those decisions you don't really right. kind of second guess it and i think maybe you do lean in a little bit more toward the ones you think are going to be more fun when mm-hmm. you're at the front of the list mm-hmm. and it was just like i want to go back and do that whole day all over again like just playing in the river the water was freezing that's why they had us in those head to toe wetsuits mm-hmm. but it was like you were just like a big kid playing in the river climbing over rocks uh, jumping in the puddles. It was so fun. It looked really fun. And the reason we didn't pick it is because we knew we were fifth. And then yeah. it said like two, it had that rule of like two at a time or like you had to wait in line or something. Yeah, and we're, like, yep. we're like, oh, we'll never pull ahead. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, so was, that's why we, we were shocked. It. We were shocked to see like Colin and Christy pass Becca and Floyd kind yeah. of during it because like our guide controlled the pace completely yeah and it's like we were just following him and we were doing what he he was doing and and yes i do think tyler is a little more uh like nervous in some of those situations so maybe he was going from tyler's pace um but when (laughs) we came out of that river we thought we were going to be like miles ahead of everybody and we literally team fun and colin and christy came up out of the river and while we were changing out of our wetsuits as you saw and we were like holy Uh crap we're not guaranteed first place today (laughs) so how did you know exactly where to go oh i said 
I said this was a like one in a million miracle chance that never happens on the amazing race. Like never in any of the legs that I ever raced did we get such perfect directions in the way that we got them going to that church. Like they showed the clip of me. I had done the same thing you did where we flagged a car down in the road. Mm-hmm. But we did that before we even left the the detour mm. spot. Oh, okay. So while while they were changing out their wetsuits, all of our cars were kind of parked along the road and we saw a couple bikers go by. So we were like, let's just flag a car before we even get in mm-hmm. to make sure we're going the right way. We and asked, so, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, so a guy had pointed us, um, he said, that city is just down this hill. He's like, if you follow it, you're going to run into it. And I remember it had that the weird name listed for the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we had asked the first guy, like, what is this? He's like, I don't know, but if you just follow this road down, you're going to run into it. And right when we got into the town, literally the very first guy we stopped on the street, we just kind of rolled down the window and yelled out to him and he walked over to the car and he was like oh yeah i know what that is it's just a church it's two blocks down and make a right oh <laughs> my gosh and That's we awesome. like never in a million years had we ever gotten that lucky on a self-navigating <laughs> thing. did you see the other ones were they following you in the car or do you th- no, no because they we got lucky so we pulled out pretty quickly mm-hmm. and becca and floyd and colin and christy were kind of like following each other mm-hmm. and i think they kept Stopping, like they stopped a few times to ask because they weren't finding anyone who knew what that church was. We didn't find anyone either. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like right when we turned that corner, it was like it was a couple that had come over, and the woman was like, "I know, I have no idea what that is." And the guy was like, "Oh, that's the old church. It's right around the corner." (laughs) And I remember we like because I was driving, we pulled around that corner. And sure enough, I saw all those parking meters that had like red yeah. and yellow. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. I'm like, that was a five minute drive for us. And I don't know how we got that lucky. Yeah, That's, yeah that that is so, when you get good direction, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like there's nothing better. Yeah. And I yeah. said and I said this earlier, I got the right directions, right? But the mm-hmm. people that were giving me directions were parked at a different parking lot, right? So Yeah, we they, asked three people before we left. And they all said the, the same thing. Yeah, they're, they're like, like they're like, Oh yeah, just get out of the parking lot, take a right. And I was like, Oh, perfect. But they were parked across the street. So their <laughs> right is uh, oh, my gosh. left. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. And um, then yeah, it showed it's... like me telling Victor, because we didn't have cell service up at the top of the funicular. There was no, mm-hmm. so I was like, Vic, what about this? And they, sh- of course, show it. It's so funny. I'm like, what about this guy? Like, let's double check with him. And he's like, no, we're fine. We got it. Cause he already asked three people. And like, I'm just yeah. double checking. <laughs> but I could see his phone was working. And I like feel so much better when someone's like, yeah, let's see, it says go this way. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's, yeah. you, you know, those self drive legs are like uh, so hard. And it's like, so that's, hard. that's, that's the like dreaded thing on the race because. I don't think people who watch the show realize what it's like to not only be in a foreign country, in a foreign city, but, like, driving without a cell phone or, like, <laughs> GPS. Yes. Like, nobody does that anymore. And we anymore. hardly have – we don't even have a map. Like, right. Like, you don't have anything. As if I even know how to use one, but I don't even have one. So it's, like, just stop and go, stop and go. So we yeah. blame our taxi drivers, but sometimes people do. But it's, like, so grateful they know where they're yeah, going most of the time. It's like, yeah, you occasionally get a bad one, but I think, honestly, I'm like, I would rather take taxis than have to self-drive on that show. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, uh, we don't want to hold up any more of your time. We we really appreciate you uh, getting on with us. Uh, You're such a pleasure to race with. 
and yeah. you're such a fun person and I so can't... smart and definitely just just <laughs> like a just such a threat but you don't come off of it as it when you're racing with you because you're so nice but like yeah. watching you i'm like oh my god he's got it all like <laughs> we should have been like checking them out the whole time like let's just do what they do <laughs> yeah that's um, our, our our thought process was both times were like we're like the people usually target the like male male t- because they think it's such like a physical thing. So we're like, let's just play up being like fun, silly, friendly gays (laughs) who are non-threatening. But I mean, it it is very true to our personalities. Like you guys said, we love those like intimate connections that you get with certain teams and and we love meeting people and having those more genuine moments. So Mm -hmm. I was super thankful that you guys were there. I like as a fan of Big Brother, I was so stoked that first day when I walked in and saw you guys and I knew exactly who both of you were. And I was like, oh my God, it's Nicole and Victor. (laughs) And I was like, and I was like, Tyler, they are going to be good. I just, I remember saying to him when we got back to our room that day, I was like, I was like, you know, Victor was like winning every challenge on Big Brother and Nicole's such a good like social player. I'm like, they are going to be tough. <laughs> well, hey, we appreciate the compliments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Yes. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> right, See bye-bye. you later. Bye. We hope you enjoyed that segment with Corey Cool. I love to say his name, Corey Cool. He's so cool. He is cool. <laughs> I think one time I accidentally said a pun about him. I was like, yeah, I think I just said Corey's super, or someone was asking about him. I'm like, he's super cool. And then Victor like laughed. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Corey's that cool. That's why I said Corey's Corey cool. is the, the king of puns. He would always yes. be like, let's, we were in Laos and he'd be like, let's get Laos. Let's get Laos. <laughs> and he'd always just come up with random things and yeah, he's really goofy. But yeah, that, that, that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, and now, as we always do at the end of the episode, we are going to... <laughs> just started, but as we always do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As we started doing recently and will forever from now on, uh, we're going to read uh, the reviews, a couple of pair of reviews that you guys you know, left us because we really appreciate it. Yeah, there is so... So right now I'm reading them. Um, there's so many good ones from... You guys loved hearing my mom, and that makes me so happy. I'm like, Mom, read the reviews about you. There's there's a lot, and they're all so <laughs> nice. Um, but... Yeah, Nicole, take it away. Thank you guys so much. Leave reviews. We love you guys for it. It drives us. Okay, I'll do this one. It's called Feels Like We're Friends. Riley Jack, five stars. I just listened to Brittany and Janelle on your podcast, and it felt like I was on the phone with three of my best girlfriends and a hot guy with a great laugh. That's <laughs> you, Vic. Love every episode of your podcast, but to get three of the best female players in BB history was better than I ever knew it could be. Thanks to both of you for letting us be a part of your lives. Wish you all the best, Stephanie. Aw, thanks that's so sweet. much. Yeah, that, that was. Really I love sweet. when people feel like they're in the conversation. And that's and that's honestly like we wish you guys can be having a cup of hot cocoa. With, with us, us. <laughs> exactly. Um, so mine is uh, the review I'm reading is from Kamavu. Uh, it's called one of my favorites, five stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. I love everything from the stories of small town life in Ubly to behind the scenes of Tar, the Amazing Race. Nicole and Vic just mesh together so well and bring out the best in each other. Keep up the good work. Thank you. I like that. Um, so are you going to do a Spanish word of the day today? Uh, should we? You want to do, you want to do a Spanish word? We should do Spanish word of the day or weird or normal. So which one do you want to do? Okay. Uh, we'll do, we'll do, do you have a weird or normal? 
No. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Spanish word of the day it is. Uh, so the Spanish word of today is miedo. Say it again, please. Mie- uh, the, the, yeah. the, the American way. Yeah. Miedo. It sounds like meow, so cat. No, not cat. <laughs> miedo. Is it an animal? It is not an animal. Okay. It is has it? to do it has to do what we're oh. we're talking about today, so Okay. It's M I E D O. Miedo. Oh, I know this. This is like jumping off of something. Okay, no, it's not, but you're on the right track. Helicopter. Not that track, a different track. Oh, a roller coaster. Track. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't don't think about the word track. Don't don't think about that. But think about more like how you feel when you're Can doing you, that. How about you use this in how a How you feel when you're doing that. Oh, scared. Yeah, it's yeah. Miedo, you know like, what you should start doing is using it in a sentence. Fear. It's hey, fear. Use it in a sentence, a Spanish sentence. Yo tengo miedo. I am scared. Yeah. It's like scared, fear, kind of in the same. They go hand in hand. Oh. Tú le tienes miedo a las alturas. You're scared of heights. Sí. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the Spanish word of the day. Miedo. Try to use it sometime today. Uh just and if you use it, if you use it, I, I feel like if you use it like three or four times, uh, you kind of like get to know it. It really becomes well. like C. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you guys for listening. We really hope you enjoyed. Uh, make sure to rate, review, review subscribe. There you go. Uh, you can listen to us anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, but you can review specifically on Apple Podcasts, either that little purple app on your phone or online. Uh, but you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, and don't forget, you can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. Listen there. And buy our merch if you like. I think the mugs are super cute. Uh, But thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Adios. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.